A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. When John the Baptist heard in prison of the works of Christ, he sent his disciples to Jesus with this question, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus said to them in reply, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is the one who takes no offence at me. As they were going off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine clothing? Those who wear fine clothing are in royal palaces. Then why did you go out? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Amen, I say to you, among those born of women, there has been none greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Gaudete Sunday takes its name from the Latin Gaudete, which means rejoice. The entrance antiphon of the Mass today begins with Gaudete in Domino Semper, Eterum Dico, Gaudete. This can be translated as, Rejoice in the Lord always, again I say, rejoice. Pope Benedict XVI highlighted that these words of St. Paul urge Christians to rejoice, because the Lord is coming, his glorious return is certain, and will not be delayed. We wait with hope, certain of Christ's second coming, because we have experienced his first. In preparation for the solemnity of Christmas Day and the peak of Advent, most of us will at some point be rushing around trying to find presents for people, buying a turkey, or perhaps a vegetarian alternative. Rushing from one shop to another to get those last-minute items, sometimes our consumer mission is interrupted by a street preacher, or someone shouting about the need to repent, with seemingly random Bible passages on the second coming. Certainly the first thought to enter my head is, I'd better walk on the other side of the street, or sometimes there might be a slight increase in my stress levels, depending on what message or agenda they are trying to convey. I suspect most people walk past street preachers without giving too much notice. If serious questions were to be asked, then people aren't usually going to ask them in the context of rushing around the high street. In this Sunday's Gospel, we see Jesus affirm John the Baptist as the messenger who prepared the way for Jesus the Christ. He was, perhaps, the equivalent of today's street preachers, with signs around them saying, Repent and your sins will be forgiven. John the Baptist denounced immoral marriage, lifestyles of vice and sin, and he demanded the repentance and baptism of his hearers on the banks of the River Jordan. The same message could perhaps be heard outside shopping centres today, but one of the key differences is the credibility and authority of John the Baptist and his, his preaching on what was to come. He was not just another madman wearing funny clothes, 
eating locusts and shouting about the end of the world. He was taken so seriously that he baptised many hundreds of people, including Jesus. Indeed, his influence extended so far that he ended up in prison for causing offence to those who held power in Galilee. John the Baptist made his hearers stop and think about their need to repent. So, as he was in prison, John could rejoice in the fact Jesus was now taking over the preaching role, but this time being much more than a prophet or messenger, someone with a deep and real knowledge of what it is going to be like when we die, and what we can do on this world to gain access to the kingdom of heaven and everlasting life. Perhaps in our Christmas consumer rush, we need to stop at this point of Advent and take note of what the genuine preachers are saying to us. The end of the world may be at hand, but what today is about is rejoicing about this rather than being in a state of fear. We do need on occasion to step back from a consumer-driven Christmas and focus on the Gospel of Christ. It is the annual cliché, of course, but there is more to the festive period than buying vast amounts of presents, eating and drinking too much. We need to tune in to what preaching message challenges us, forget the deep-filled mince pies as they don't really matter. What does matter is that we are prepared for the end of the world, and then we can rejoice always. For strangely dressed, genuine preachers and the chance to repent, visit a Dominican priory near you.